Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Yeah. Tom, look, I don't know what I don't know what, what we're talking about. Tim, we're talking about and then there were none. Yeah. This you is episode well, right before two. we started recording, you were calling it something else. <laughs> no, I was not calling it anything else. <laughs> Although somebody on, oh, I, I don't have it in front of me, but somebody on uh, Patreon said that the version that they're reading calls it Indian Island instead of Soldier Island. Ah. So that was another change to it, I think. I'm reading the latest edition. Is it a platinum edition, Tom? It's not a platinum edition. Oh, remember but... when we read The Outsiders? Yeah. Well, when read, I read The yeah, Outsiders? Yeah, you read the platinum edition. Yeah. I, I splurged and got the platinum edition yeah. of the book, and I just wish you would have done the same. Uh, well, I bought. I made a special point to buy the most recent edition, which uh, has a lot of <laughs> CG characters that weren't in the initial one. That's good, as long as they took all the slurs out. <laughs> they then, And they also, while they were at it, took most all the importantly, slurs out. Uh, the slur-free version. Yeah. Uh, although it is slur-free, but... Um, not completely free of anti-Semitism, as you Oh, oh yeah. It's not free of anti-Semitism. They better watch out, because uh, 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 John McCain's daughter might yell at <laughs> Right. Although, uh Megan McCain. Uh, although, like I said... Is it because her face looks real mean? What? Her name's not Mean McCain. Megan... Uh, <laughs> It's like a mean name. No, actually, the only uh, the only Megans I know are very nice. Yeah. So maybe you owe her an apology. I know one Megan that's kind of mean. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, Tim? A name doesn't really define a person's personality. I guess not. I know a few Megans. Some are great. Some are mean. Yeah. Wow. You're becoming so open-minded in this podcast. <laughs> um, not the one trying to use racial slurs. Well, but like I said, the, uh, the anti-Semitism... It seems like it was that that's the, the character. Right. Uh, but there is like much more than I've I've seen in literature uh, things being called queer and gay, but not in the uh, uh, current sense that we call things queer. And right. Gay. But every time something's like a little amiss, somebody's like, that's queer. What a queer thing. Yeah. I mean, I was feeling very gay, but now this queer thing happened. It's yeah, confusing. It's confusing, but I think you could figure it out. I, you know what? In that, the end, I did figure it out. Do you remember that series of books, uh, something queer? They were no. like mystery books for uh, kids. Yeah, it's like, uh, and I think they were from you know the forties or fifties. Yeah, it, it's nuts to me that uh, that when we were children, mm-hmm. you know, like first to fifth grade, the amount of stuff it was the eighties. Yeah, the amount of stuff that was like. Yeah, this was written in 1943. <laughs> this should be the thing that you read. Yeah, this is still relevant. Yeah, Go ahead and, and so he's this. like... Uh, there was one reference to a character where it did it confused me because I was like, no, I think they are using queer in the, uh, the current sense. Where somebody was like, that... Yeah, that that fellow, is, he's a queer fellow. I think he might be queer. Something like that. Where mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, how... I can't wrap my head around all the the uses of this word. But like yeah. I said, I'll do a, a search for it. It is like uh, an adjective that she leans on very heavily. All right. Uh, but uh, 
Can Look, you, if you if you think she was a bad writer, no, she's a great writer. I'm loving this book. It is a very good book. Uh, can you get us up to speed of what's happened so far? Last week, mm-hmm. ten thousand people were uh, invited to Soldier Island. No, ten people. Ten? Yeah. It seemed like ten thousand while you were just reading off a laundry list. Well, ten then. characters is a lot of characters. So they went to this house. Yeah. And none of them really knew why they were going to this house, but they went anyway. Like, there were a bunch of Yeah, there was weird nothing else to do. Co- cover stories. What what year does this take place in? Uh, 30s or 40s? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, like, there was some stuff to do. They could go home and watch and listen to Little Orphan Andy. <laughs> right. Or War of the Worlds. It was long enough ago. It might have been the 20s. I should have, I don't know what they say, uh, but it was long enough ago that- uh, Were things roaring by your estimation? No, but okay, there was so no- it probably wasn't the 20s. There was no phone in this house. It was like uh, a mansion on this island, and there's no phone. So it was before they figured out how to put phone cables underwater. Okay. Well, do we know when that is? <laughs> no idea. Okay. I mean, honestly, they probably knew by then, but it was probably cost prohibitive. Yeah, and especially- If you're uh, planning on inviting a bunch of people there to murder them. Exactly. So they all get there, and they're like, well, what's going on? Something's queer here. Yeah. Right? And they're uh, they're they're all there, and uh, then uh, they hear uh, one by one, a disembodied voice- uh, announces each one of them, yeah, and a way that they either were responsible for somebody's death, yeah, or actually murdered somebody, and or... in some cases, lots of people, right? Um, and then uh, one of them gets killed, yeah, drops dead, drops dead, Marston. This guy Marston drops dead. Yeah, he's a handsome guy that they thought. Uh, somebody, I forget which character, but he was the one who was like, I think this fella might be queer. Yeah. But, you know, it was based just on the fact that he was so good looking. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so he dies and then Mm -hmm. they're like, oh no, we got to get off this island. And then they're like, well, let's wait till the morning or something. Uh, they couldn't get off the island because there was no boat there, but in the morning the boat was going to come. Right. So they were all just sitting tight, and in the meantime, just got fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like the first night of the Bachelor Mansion. Right. Um. Yeah. So I want to go on the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you're a married I, man. Yeah. But in my young, and also I, <laughs> what almost twenty years too old to be on that show. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, a feeling you wouldn't make it far past that first cut. Yeah, but uh, uh. They don't like uh, men with speckles of white in their unkempt beard. <laughs> no, um, but uh, they—I want—I would want to be the guy that's there, and uh, I'm pretending to drink and get all drunk. Mm-hmm. But I'm not drinking. I'm just getting dirt on everybody. <laughs> getting dirt. <laughs> so I can go. Oh, go to the bachelorette and be like, uh, you know, this guy—he's you know, he's here uh, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I mean, you could just make shit up. I think that's what a lot of them do. Yeah, do. that seems smarter. Yeah. So anyway, uh, th- was there anything else that I missed? Uh, no, that was more or less it. Uh, and I'm not going to go through all the characters because honestly, I was kind of drunk last week and I don't remember any of the characters. A lot of characters. About, yeah. So there was uh, this guy named Marsden, I think. Yeah, Marston. Marston. Yeah. But he died. He died. Yeah. Um, 
So, oh, and there's also a butler and his wife there. Yes, okay. Mr. and Mrs. Rogers. Right. Um, but they they've never met the the proprietor of this place. Um, so the uh, chapter five picks up like right after chapter four. Dynamite <laughs> take right after chapter four. <laughs> boom! They jump right five. into it. Yeah. Wow. There's no filler. Impressive. Um, but chapter four ends with, uh, Marston dropping dead and then chapter five, you know, there very little time passes and they're ch- just trying to figure out, actually, I don't know what they did with the body. That's not real clear. Um, I wouldn't even touch it. It's yeah. a mansion. You just move the party into the other room. I think that might've been, no, I think they put the body somewhere. I don't know. It's not clear, but so like some time passes, I but not a lot of back time. then. You know, it wasn't like, oh, somebody died, call an ambulance or something. Yeah. I think it's just like, eh, people sometimes just drop dead. So you just have to, people were used to like propping somebody up and putting them in a chair <laughs> until they can deal with it later. <laughs> uh, well, and that does happen in a little bit. Oh. Um, so he dies and there, uh, the, the, the doctor who's there. Is like uh, uh, what's the doctor's name? The doctor's name is he is Doctor Armstrong. Cliff Huxtable. Oh. No, Doctor Armstrong. Uh, he's like, oh man, if I had all my tools, I could figure out uh, what killed this feller. Uh, but I don't have any of my tools. So what tool was he going to cut him open? Uh, no, it, it seemed like he had some kind of tests that he could do. Hmm. Uh, but because this is insane to me because he's like a, you know, a good doctor or whatever. He's like, oh, well, the way he like dropped dead immediately after having that drink makes me think maybe his drink was poisoned. Wow. So let me, uh, best detective in the room if you ask me. So let me, uh, try some of the whiskey and then try some of the soda to see if it's poisoned. (laughs) And he tries a little bit and he's like, nope, no poison. Wait, really? Yeah. So by that, he deduces the poison must have been in the glass before he made the drink. Uh, oh, I see. He didn't. I thought he took a sip from the same no. glass <laughs> that the guy. It's like, come on, man. That no, doesn't but seem even, like a good idea. Even still, like if he had some of the the club soda or whatever, and was like, "Aha, it is." <laughs> like, what would that accomplish? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he figures that that uh, was brave of him. It, it was, was just so so you guys can know, right? Yeah. Because if I drop dead, then you'll know. I don't know. Uh, so he figures that it's probably potassium cyanide. That's what he thinks uh, was was the drug, but like based on really nothing. Uh, well, or you the know how quickly it acted, maybe? Uh, yeah, I guess how quickly. That he, he said it was like an acid. That if it acted that quickly, the poison must have been an acid. Right. Um, so then after that, they're like, all right, we should all like retire to our rooms. Um, and uh, What time is it at this point? I don't know if there's a clock in the house. Oh, no phone, no clock? <laughs> no. Um, it's like a casino. So then we get like the internal monologues of two characters who were thinking about uh, like, oh, uh, yeah, I know it. I know what that uh, record was talking about when they talked about uh, somebody dying. And the one is uh, General MacArthur. Oh, OK. Uh, not the General MacArthur you're thinking of. For Douglas MacArthur. Yeah. 
This was that, that is the one who it is. No, it was the one I was thinking of. Them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So he's thinking about. It, he's like, oh yeah, I know what it was because during the war, uh, I was away from my wife Leslie, and you know we would Leslie Leslie, and we would it's uh, a girl's name. Yeah, I mean it's his wife. Oh, it's a woman. Okay. Uh, he's thinking, oh yeah, I remember we would send letters back and forth, you know, love letters about being in the war. But then one time she accidentally put the wrong letter in the wrong envelope and I got the letter she had sent to this guy, Richmond, Oh man, who was under my command during the war. That is ballsy. Yeah. And right. Because also, I was trying to figure out the logistics of this, like when the mail's coming around, like, or, you know, is the mailman, the, you know, the army mailman not like, hey, look at this, two letters from Leslie MacArthur. Uh, one for you and one for you. Yeah. What an asshole. Right? Leslie. Well, so here's what, uh, you know, obviously General MacArthur was real mad about it, but he kept everything to himself. He was like, I'm not going to let on that I know about this. What was the other guy's name? Uh, Richmond. Richmond. So what he does do is he sends Richmond on a suicide mission. Cool. And it, and it kills him. Yeah. I don't think he knew it was a suicide mission. Or Richmond like, didn't. Uh, I think he knew it was like a stupid and dangerous, mi- like essentially a suicide mission, but it wasn't like, well, I'm sending you on a suicide right. mission. It was like, I'm sending you on a normal mission. Yeah. And, if uh, somebody sent me on a suicide mission, you know what I'd do? What? Wouldn't go. Yeah. I, or, it is what I'd do. I'd say, okay, I'm on my way. And then I'd go somewhere else. Yeah. I'd go to, <laughs> I'd go to the opposite. If I could think of the opposite place and it was yeah. accessible to me, that's where I would go. Um... And I presume this is World War One that this happened that he's thinking back to. Um, the Great War. Yeah. Uh, not so great for Richmond. He got killed. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, I went back, you know, uh, but I felt real bad about that. And then when I went back home, like enough time had passed that like, you know, Leslie wasn't, you know, she had already grieved for him. Yeah. Uh, and wouldn't it be so, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you be like, maybe I'll just tell her. <laughs> Why? Maybe I'll rub her nose in a little bit. No, I think that Teacher was sure for writing love letters. No, to... I think he was like he was so upset because he really loved Leslie. Like he just wanted whatever he could do to like be with Leslie. Like he yeah. wasn't even mad. He was mad, but he was he didn't want to rub her nose in it. He I'm just not mad. Didn't... Just go on a suicide mission. <laughs> it's just... funny actually. But no. why don't you just go die? <laughs> No, he just wanted Richmond out of the way. It was yeah. it was more that than like a uh, uh, a revenge thing. It was more like, oh no, she'll leave me for Richmond, right? Um, so that happens, and then Vera's thinking, uh, not Norm's wife from Cheers, by the way. I I'm pretty sure it's Norm's <laughs> wife from Cheers. Vera's thinking about. Uh, let me see what Vera's last name is. Vera Claythorne. Uh, Vera's thinking about, uh, yeah, I remember what that, uh, what that phonograph was talking about, that gramophone. That was, uh, this kid that I was in charge of, uh, watching, you know, I was a nanny or whatever. How old is she? Uh, I think, let me see if it has it in this description. Uh, she's a former governess. What's Uh, a governess? Like a, like a nanny. So I okay. think she's like in her twenties or thirties. Okay. 
Uh, but yeah, she was the one that the coroner cleared her of blame. Um, well, it was, uh, by that kid dying. Oh, right. Her lover got the estate and then her, she was cleared, but her lover was like, "Eh, I think you killed that kid. Right. I don't want to be a part of this. So she's thinking about that. But then the, the wackiest thing in the end of that, because of that, she has trouble sleeping. You know, she takes to go to sleep. Aspirin. I mean, would that does she work? have a headache? No, I think she's just, you know, she's got nerves. She's, you know, thinking about, ah, oh, I killed that kid, and now this disembodied voice knows it. Um, yeah. Ta- I don't know. I mean, it could be a placebo situation. Maybe. I mean, maybe aspirin back then was like a crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter six, uh, uh, we're still in like nighttime kind of stuff where uh, we see Dr. Armstrong's having a dream about killing Marston. I think Dr. Armstrong was the one who, who you know, said, oh, I, I, I think he might be queer. So like Dr. Armstrong's got like a. He's got some things going on. Yeah, he's got a lot of, you know, a lot of shit that's on him where he should just be, you know, minding his own business. What does he care? Right. But he has a dream about killing him. Um, then guess what happens? What? Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers comes in. The butler. Mrs. Rogers dead. She wouldn't wake up. Mrs. Rogers? Yeah. But she wasn't one of the ones on the phonograph. Uh, no, I think she was. Oh, really? I think so. Was the butler named as well? Yeah. These are the 10. Oh, I thought the butler was kind of overseeing everything. No, no, the butler, because they didn't know the the person either. Right, but I thought, you know, hired guns, henchmen. No, Uh, I mean, they are. Things are cleaner this way. They are hired. somebody there to to oversee everything, all the murders. They are hired guns in that they put on the record and everything. Right. Uh, But yeah, he comes to find Dr. Armstrong. He's like, my wife won't wake up. And Doctor Armstrong's uh, like, oh, I know, I know this old gag. Yeah. She's dead. Um, it's a good one. Uh, but Doctor Armstrong apparently gave her pills to go to sleep, which uh, I, I forget if I if that was in there before. But then, guess what happens next? Fucking Roger still makes breakfast for everyone. Why not? His wife just died. He's the butler. <laughs> he has duties. Um, they are um. Uh, uh, they all have breakfast and they decide no talk about the island. So instead, they just talk about the latest Loch Ness monster appearance. Really? Yeah. Which and no wonder they you don't, like this. Book. I know they don't get into it though. They're just like, well, you know, the, we can't talk about uh, what happened, so we just discuss, you know, the matters of the day, the latest Loch Ness monster appearance. It's like, let's hear about it. Let's hear some details. I feel like if you wrote like a murder <laughs> mystery. It'd be like, yeah, and then uh, we talked for hours about ancient aliens, <laughs> and then we went back. To, it's like, we wait, no, normal theories. people don't just talk about this. Oh, they just happen to have the same interests as the, well, the weirdo this, author. You know what? This made me, uh, I forget, there's like a French word for it or something where you're like nostalgic for a time that you didn't live in. And it made me feel this way of like, man, the times when like high society was talking about the latest yeah. Loch Ness monster appearance. Where they knew it was a hoax. I was born in the wrong times. Yeah. I think this might come back, and it might have been the Loch Ness monster behind oh. everything. Oh, and it was a nice little planting of of evidence. Yeah, uh, that that guy Boar. Is that his name? Boar. Well, that's your name. <laughs> it's your nickname. 
That's what we call Blore, you. Blore. Uh, he thinks that uh, uh, he shares with everybody. He's like, I think Mr. Rogers killed her. Wow. Um, and then. Bold. Mi- well, he is pretty chipper making breakfast for everybody. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers comes in. So he's kind of like cut off. Like he can't. He's like, oh, anyway. So then they just ask Mr. Rogers like a bunch of questions about the boat. Like, hey, when's the boat coming? Where's the boat, man? And then after that, then they're like, oh, and you know, BTW. And it's, Sorry to hear about your wife, who's who's currently just dead upstairs. Um, and then Mr. Rogers realizes that now there's only eight figurines left. And he's like more upset about this than waking up next to his dead wife. Yeah, because he's like, oh, crap, I'm one of these figurines. Yeah, maybe. Or that's and that's like the realization that, uh, uh, you know, there's a killer on the right. loose. So this MacArthur stuff that you were talking about a minute yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. That was just they were just like giving a backstory a little bit. Yeah, it's like them in their bedrooms thinking uh, yeah. about all this stuff. Um so then, uh, <laughs> there was just a guy in his bedroom thinking about the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Man, that'd be great. It'd be weird to be in a house with ten people, and then twenty percent of the people die. And it's like, what do you want to talk about? The Loch Ness monster? Yeah, yeah. the latest sightings. Yeah, it was big news back then. Um, even so, like if if again, I don't know how many murders you've been around, but if yeah. if twenty percent of the the people got murdered around you, you wouldn't be like, so the news of the day, huh? Well, it's only at this point that they realize, like, oh, there might be foul play. They thought freaking um, uh, Marston that 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 he committed suicide. Uh. They were like, oh, you know, he told us about. Uh, how he, he probably ran over some kids. He seemed real nonchalant about that, but then maybe he put cyanide in his own drink to yeah. kill himself. The Doesn't cyanide really that sense. he just carried yeah. around with him, yeah. Uh, chapter 7, Emily Brent tells Vera... Uh, <laughs> Where are these people? <laughs> uh, let me actually look up who Emily was again. So Vera was the, the, the nana, the nanny. Yeah, Emily Brent is an old, ruthlessly religious woman. Who, oh, I remember her. Yeah. Who reads her Bible every day? Uh, it accuses her of killing Beatrice Taylor, a servant, uh, whom she fired. Um, so she tells uh, Vera, like, "Oh yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that B word they were talking about. She was a loose woman. She was a loose woman, and I fired her for being such a loose woman." And then she killed herself over getting fired. That ain't on me. That's on her for being such a loose woman. Did uh, did Vera say, let he who is without sin? No, Vera's thinking, I think she was again thinking about the boy that she killed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, then Lombard and Armstrong, they're like, uh, you know, becoming like uh, little detectives themselves. Right. Somebody's got to do it. Everybody else is trying to detective the uh, the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. So. Oh, we'll find out about this monster in the lake. No, hey, about the it's murders. It's not even their lake, so. Yeah. We're nowhere near this lake. Um. So they, uh, they realize like, oh, the rhyme is like what's happening because the the first hey, what rhyme is this <laughs> 10 little indians oh yeah uh cuz i think it's like the first one like the first one choked to death and then the second one like went to bed and never woke up something like that i don't have the rhyme in front of me i will next week um 
And they're like, oh, shit, that with the little figurines missing. Ah, the game is afoot. So now they're like, but they're dummies. They're they're trying to figure out what happened. And they're like, oh, I know what happened. When uh, Marston put his drink down near the window, somebody reached in through the window and poured poison into it. It's like, come on, man. Somebody wasn't hanging out by the window looking to Why not? put poison in a drink. I don't know, maybe. Uh, what but, was the third one that died from? Uh, only two are dead. So no, far. no, in the poem. Uh, I don't have it in front of me because I would, f- I would, I would be like, oh, let's find out. Like if it's like, and the the third uh, Indian died mm. from so. strangles. Or being strangled, I'd be like... uh, I had the case of the strangles. I'd walk around uh, with my hands near my neck trying to stop any potential strangles. Strangles. Or get one of those, like, neck braces. Yeah, exactly. And be like, well, I'm not... And then once the next person dies, I'll be like, okay, now what's the fourth person Yeah, I can take this neck brace off. Yeah. Um, Lombard reveals that he has a revolver. Ooh. Uh... And they're like, uh, they're like, all right, let's go, uh, uh, Lombard and Armstrong. They're like, let's go check the island. Let's go find who this is, who this killer is. They go and it's fu- the morning. Yeah. Okay. By this point, they also realize, like, shit, the boat's not coming. Like, the boat's mm-hmm. way later than Roger said it would ever be. Uh, the game is afoot. They think like all the townspeople are in on this at this point. Are there? Like in the town across the lake. Okay, but they're alone on the island. They're all okay, alone. Okay, okay. But they want to make sure, so they go around uh, looking. They find General MacArthur. He's just like sitting on a bench at, in like the middle of nowhere. Not in the middle of nowhere, but like by a cliff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, man, everything all right? And he's just like, eh, what is, 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 and what will be, what will be? Or what? He says like cryptic stuff. Yeah, one of those. Guys, yeah, and, yeah, and basically he's resigned himself. Like he's... He's like, oh, I know what's going on, and we're all fucked. I'm gonna, we're all gonna get killed. I'm Good just, army man. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, we're screwed. There's no way out of this. Yeah, basically, he's like, he's already given up. Uh, they go and get a rope because uh, they want to check a cliff, and I'm thinking the whole time, like, oh, it's gonna be a bad rope, uh, but that didn't happen. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then MacArthur tells them, like, yeah, I killed that guy, Richmond. I feel bad about it, but, you know, I did it. Hey, good for him for owning up to it. <laughs> uh, Bloor, Bloor goes and gets the rope. Bloor comes back with the rope. Uh, Lombard's surprisingly good at climbing. They say he's, like, real, like, suspiciously good at climbing. Uh, like, he climbs down a cliff with just, like, a rope, I guess, and, like, checks all the nooks and crannies. Uh, and he's like, nah, nothing. Like, we checked the whole island. There's nothing to, to find. And then they're like, well, we should uh, we should go check the house, see if there are any secret rooms or whatever. And they go check the house, and they think they hear something in a room above them. And they're like, oh, let's, let's, let's go get the murderer. And they kick open the door, and it's, uh, it's Rogers. He's in there, and his, you know, his wife's dead under a sheet. And he's like, oh, I was just like getting some stuff. Can I go sleep in another room? <laughs> please sirs and they're like yeah right you know the smallest room uh and Lomb- you're still the butler lombard says to somebody else that uh that the the butler is a wonderful animal a good servant <laughs> and then that's how the chapter ends wow calling the help an animal a wonderful animal though yeah eh. hey if you're, gonna be, if you're gonna be an animal 
Might as well be a wonderful animal. Do you have any ideas who might be? No, I. Do you think it's one of the remaining eight, or do you think there's someone else on the island? Uh, ooh, no, I don't think. Like they did a pretty good job checking the island. I'm gonna say, and you, you really got a. Uh... Got a lot of books on this podcast of people on an island. Yeah, it's true. Two. Two Lord so of the far. Flies well, and, and that's 50% of the books. Yeah. I'm going to say my current suspicions lie with Roger still. Uh, that's exactly what they want you to think. I know, and it's what they suspect. They really think yeah. it's him. But like, Wouldn't you be disappointed if it was Roger's? Yeah, because that's the most obvious. Yeah. Because, you know, his wife died and his wife died. Nobody else was around when that happened. Who was his wife accused of Mrs. Killing? Rogers. Uh, I don't know who she was accused. I think maybe they had a joint one that they were accused uh. of. Uh, let me see. Thomas Rogers, Ethel Rogers, a frail woman. The death of Tony Marson makes her faint. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't accused. Maybe, hmm. I don't know. Eh, whatever, just collateral damage, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's or that she's faking her death, but the doctor checked her out. So like the Maybe doctor, the doctor's in on it. Oh, you think it's like a mult? No, because I think there's gonna be one person left. Maybe that's what they want you. Or to Or maybe think. there's not gonna be anybody left, and then there were none. Wow. Maybe the murderer isn't on the island at all. Maybe they've just set all these traps and then left it to to sp- left them to spring. The perfect crime, Tom. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it for uh, for these chapters. Chapters five, six, seven, and eight. Wow, four chapters. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'm 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 hooked. Yeah, me too. Uh, I can't wait to find out who's killing all. They're all jerks too. That's actually kind of one of the things I like that's about the thing it. about murderers. No, the murderer, I think, is an all right person. All these people murdered other people. Oh, right, yeah. But I do like that so far there's not a single character where when you find out more of their story, you're like, oh, well, that was like kind of an accident. And you're like, nah, either it was an accident, but they're like unrepentant about it, or they're like, nah, I did it, and I do it yeah. again. So, yeah, I'm excited to find out who the murderer was. Um, imagine the last page was the murderer was you. Oh, that would be quite a twist. Yeah. How did I do it? By reading the book. All oh, these people were alive true. when you started the book. And that is true. And now they're wow. dead. You could have stopped at any time and these people would still be alive. That would be a very troubling ending. Yeah. yeah. That would, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I'd need some aspirin. Do you remember this book, uh, The Monster at the End of This Book, starring Grover from the <laughs> from Sesame Street? I do vaguely remember that, yeah. It's a classic book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, uh, it's like, oh, I caught word that there's a monster at the end of the book, at the end of this book. And who's saying this, Grover? Grover, and oh, he's yeah. talking to you, the reader. Yeah. And he's like, so here's the deal. Close the book now. Don't get to the end of the book. We don't need to see this monster. He's afraid of monsters, right? And so you turn the page, right? And he's like, what did I just tell you? You got to stop, stop, please. What, you got shit in your ears? Yeah, he's like, please, stop. I don't, I'm afraid of monsters. I'm a, and, like, you keep turning, and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, he does things. He, like, uh, tries to, like, nail the book shut and stuff, oh, but it man. doesn't work. It's just pictures on a page right, of the book. Yeah. 
and you get all the way to the end. Turns out the and spoiler alert if you haven't read the monster at the end of this book. It's it's page after page of him begging you to please stop. <laughs> and then you get there and it turns out the uh the, the monster at the end of the book is him. Oh, I thought it was gonna be a mirror. No, no, and no. And just like really fuck with kids. Like the monster all along was you. Um and I loved that book when I was a kid. My wife loved that book when she was a kid. And my brother and his wife, I was talking to uh, my sister-in-law about it. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to, to read that book uh, yeah. with my nephew, your son. She's like, yeah, that was a great book. Um, but uh, we were talking about it. It tells you horrible things about consent. Like <laughs> somebody is just begging you please not to do something and you're like joyfully like uh, <laughs> you idiot no i'm gonna keep going i'm not gonna listen to yeah. you not really relevant to the book and then there were none but this no. is books the podcast and i think a mini children's book review at the end of every episode <laughs> might be might be helpful hey then there's something for everyone yeah all the children that listen to this show and the uh murderous adults yeah murderous adults who might be parents of children also Hey, look, murderers have kids, too. Yeah, just don't murder the kids. No, yeah, that's, uh, uh, you've gone too far. Yeah. And yeah, that's when I'd, I'd urge you really to look at yourself and think, hey, what am I doing here? <laughs> All right. Thank you for being our supporter on Patreon, and we'll see you next week. Bye.